Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Thursday Night Football. Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Detroit Lions week one of the 2023 NFL season. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Taking the Points show here on the SB Nation NFL show brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL, Download the DraftKings Sports app today and use code SBNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNFL, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Chris Dunnels, at Chris Dunnels on Twitter, slash X, slash whatever it is we're calling it these days. Joining me as always, Jay Spence. Spence, say hello to the people. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Spence the King. And just like Chris said, you can find me on X or Twitter or whatever at Jay Spence Instagram his premium yeah, Snapchat. All that. yeah all of that stuff sign up for the for the, the only fans everything just sign up for it all we got it <laughs> well you, you mentioned we got it so let's talk about what we are let's talk about what we're doing what we're bringing to the people right so we are going to be covering every week the Thursday night football matchup with an eye looking at sports betting so prop bets lines over unders parlays fantasy football you name it we're here to cover it so let's get into it. Week one, Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Detroit Lions. And Spence, we can prep, we can prepare, we can talk for two weeks about this game. We can look at it for a whole season. And then two days out, news hits the fan, and here we go. So big news, Travis Kelsey has a knee. Apparently, we are recording this right now. It is Wednesday morning around 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. So have that kind of caveat with everything you're hearing. News could change right now. Kelsey is not officially out, but I think it's trending that way. I'm not expecting Travis Kelsey to play t- tomorrow for the Kansas City Chiefs. What are you thinking, Spence? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think, um, obviously, like you said, we could talk about this for a couple weeks. Uh, we could even talk about it last night. And then uh, this morning, everything is completely different. So, so yeah, no, I, I, I'm thinking that um, just based on what we're seeing with the line, the movement, you know, when we initially talked about this uh, last week, just to kind of get a feel for the game and, and just to kind of talk about some things, the line, I believe, was at six and a half for the game. That's right. Uh, now there's been some movement with Travis Kelsey news being um, potentially not going to play because of a hyperextension to his knee. Now, uh, as actually right before the show, too. So last night I went and it was at five. It changed to five. Now it's at four and a half. So the That's line right. is it's a ton of movement. So when you see this, um, betting fans, if, if you're not familiar with betting, and you're not familiar with the lines, that means something major happened to change the odds of whoever they feel like is going to win. Vegas knows something. So um, I'm thinking that that Kelsey, I'm thinking it's leaning towards him not playing. And I, I think with that being the case, I still see why most people would choose the Chiefs to win the game. But, yeah, you can absolutely see that this drama is, is unfolding uh, for for the betting world. That's right. So the, the line opened when, I, when we all first looked. The Lions – underdogs by six and a half points so chiefs favored by six and a half so what that means is vegas odds makers DraftKings sportsbook everyone when they look at the two teams they say we expect the chiefs to win probably by a margin of six and a half obviously you can't have half points in the nfl but we think the chiefs are about a touchdown better when they're playing at home hosting the lions that has now moved as you said two points so the lions now only four and a half point dogs to the chiefs they say that home teams are given a, a three-point advantage just for a home field benefit. The Chiefs obviously have a huge home field advantage uh, playing there at Arrowhead Thursday night. So if you were to take away the three-point home field advantage idea, what that's saying is on a neutral field, 
right now, if especially if, with the uncertainty around Travis Kelsey, the Lions are only one and a half points underdogs to these Chiefs. In the same way, the, let's talk about the money line real quick because that's another thing where we've seen some movement. The money line opened with the Chiefs. Let's see. Let's see if I can find the exact number. It was two hundred ninety minus two ninety for the Chiefs. So, what does that mean? If we say a money line is Chiefs minus two ninety, Spence, explain to the people what does that mean? With the money line being where it is, two ninety, and now that has changed to two eighteen for the Chiefs. So again, we're talking about a ton of changes here. But the Chiefs, it's it means that they're still favored to win, but now they're not favored as much. It, it, we don't expect them to um, win with the same, you know, with the same margin of victory. We uh, think that there could be more of a chance that, you know, that the Lions could actually pull this one out. And I know even back when the line and, and the money line was really favoring the Chiefs and all of the sports betting world thought the Chiefs had it, you were still kind of bullish on the Lions and this Lions offense. And I still am. And and I think now with this, this is actually showing a little bit more of what I what my initial thoughts were. So initially, even when Travis Kelsey was um, and at, again, like you mentioned, at this point of, that the show is to, to be released, Travis Kelsey is still um, anticipated to play. But um, we're thinking that he's not going to play. Vegas is thinking that he's not going to play. So but prior to that, I'm thinking, you know, look, there's still drama in Kansas City. When you're talking about Chris Jones, this guy's talking about he's going to sit out potentially until week eight. And I'm sorry, as a Bills fan, can we just talk about how everybody lost their mind? Like they lost everything that they knew that they had when Stefan Diggs missed one practice that he was excused from. The world blew up. He's a diva. Nobody wants to play with Josh Allen. Everybody hates Buffalo. Now, all of a sudden, Chris Jones is telling you, I'm going to sit out until at least week eight. I don't need to be here and you're going to pay me what I want. Nobody's talking about that. Now you add that to Travis Kelsey potentially not playing. You talk about the other things um, that happened over the offseason. No uh, Frank Clark on this team. No, you know, there's just a bunch of little things that happened to where I think this offense for the Lions has a chance to come out for the first game of the season. And if they can put it together and be explosive, hey, they can steal one from the Super Bowl champions and they can start the season on the high. So I'm actually changing everything that we initially talked about. You know, before I said, like, yeah, I think the Lions could could get the, the spread. But now I'm saying I think, man, hey, and, and we're going to get to our, our, our aggressive parlays later and all that stuff like that. But I'm saying, like, look, if you're a Lions fan, this is a game that you f- you feel pretty comfortable saying, like, hey, I don't want to bet the house on this, but I can bet some money and I can – you know, I put a little bit of change down and I can make some money because we're still not favorite, but it's a lot closer than, you know, this, this is the type of game I would take a chance on. Well, I'm just glad you were able to get your crying Bills fan energy out into the world and be able to speak and, that. And you were able to talk about the Bills in a show where we're supposed to be talking about the Chiefs and the Lions. I'm just glad you had your moment to get your Bills stuff out there so that happen. people could hear that. So had glad happen. we were able to do that. All right, let's talk about the individual teams right now, the the Lions and the Chiefs, not the Bills. Sorry, Spence. So right now, the Chiefs are projected (laughs) to hit 28.5 points. That's the over-under. It opened at 30.5 points. So that two points in the original spread that we talked about where we said the Chiefs were favored by 6.5, that is reflected now in their total over-under. So the Chiefs are projected at 28.5 Lions projected still their number has remained the same at 23 and a half. So any thoughts when you see those numbers? Well, the only thought is what we just talked about with Kelsey. He's a big part of the offense. Um, He's pretty much the offense for the Chiefs after, you know, after Mahomes. Mahomes looks for him early and often and he's going to get on the ball. With him not being there, um, we kind of talked about this a little bit, a little bit ago uh, prior to, to recording here. Like, hey, with Kelsey not being there, whatever statistics that that Vegas and whoever thinks that Mahomes is going to get, I don't know how they're how they're thinking he's going to get it. When you look at um, what everybody anticipates his receivers to do, who's going to be that number one target with Kelsey's not there? Uh, th- that's a good question, and I'm going to kind of go out of order here because I know one thing we've talked about in the past was looking back at the Chiefs and their Week One game last year. So 2022 Week One when they faced the Arizona Cardinals, and the Chiefs and Mahomes just put a stomping on the Cardinals, 44-21. Mahomes threw for 360 and five tutties. Your problem is 
the top two receivers for the Chiefs that game in week one of 2022 were Travis Kelsey, who had eight receptions for 121 yards and a touchdown, and Juju Smith-Schuster, who had 79 receiving yards. So that's essentially 200 yards of receiving and, and passing offense and a touchdown that are just gone from this team this year. There's no McCole Hardman either. So right now you're looking at Sky Moore. You're looking at Marquez Valdez-Scantling. You're looking at, the, on the rushing side, you're looking at Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco. Maybe what Pacheco, what Jarek McKinnon can contribute in the extended run game, in the short passing game. But yeah, you, you look at this and you say, Mahomes, if, if the Chiefs are going to still win, which they very well still could and they're still favored, it's going to take a special kind of performance by Patrick Mahomes to elevate the play of everyone around him. Because while he is generally still the consensus number one quarterback, whether it's fantasy football, whether it's real life football, whatever it is, that's the same way the world looks at Travis Kelsey as a tight end. So to remove that from this offense, even though the Lions defense last year was kind of bad, can we just say that, right? Everyone expects the Lions defense to take a step forward. But if they're the exact same unit we saw last year, tight ends were just running all over that Lions defense. So if you remove Kelsey from this equation, holy cow, are we going to need to see something special from Mahomes? Do you think he could do it? Well, you know what? Yeah. And, that, and that's where I was just about to go. Like, so we, you look back over the years now that we've seen Patrick Mahomes. I remember what everybody thought when uh, Tariq Hill was traded. It's like, oh, he's losing his. I mean, I know he still has Kelsey, but he's losing his best receiver. There's no way the offense is still going to be that great. And Mahomes is going to take a step backwards. And then what happened? He had his most efficient passing year after losing uh, Tyreek Hill. So now I think when you're looking at any game that he hasn't had, you know, Travis Kelsey, I think he's figured out other ways to move the ball and to do things. So I think it's going to be the same thing. I think he's going to be one of those things where it's like, okay, with the receiving core that we have, what are the strengths of those guys? And they're going to figure out whether it's, it's short passes to just methodically move down the field, whether it's going to be a quick strike or whatever. Patrick Mahomes is able to do it. And that I think if you're a Lions fan, that should scare you. It just, just period. It doesn't matter what team it is every week, whether Kelsey is healthy or not, it should scare you. For sure. And, and let's be clear, too. I, I don't know when I say I don't expect Kelsey to play. That might be slightly different than what you think. So there's a difference between a player being out and just not playing, not suiting up for the game on the sideline in street clothes versus actually suiting up, but not seeing really any meaningful participation in the game. I think it's absolutely possible that Kelsey suits up and is not declared out for the game. That, that's completely possible. Kelsey hasn't missed a game in basically a decade. But at the same time, I don't think the Chiefs are going to risk a long-term injury to this man's knee, who is such a focal point of their offense, as you mentioned, in week one. So the way that would happen would be if he were to get tackled, and especially if he were to get tackled low. So you could see opportunities for maybe Kelsey plays, and then maybe he's out there running decoy routes to still try to help get some attention off his other players, but I'm not sure that's going to be enough. You're going to have to see the the players we mentioned earlier, the Sky Moors of the world, take massive steps forward too to try to help carry this offense and, and move it along. Yeah, and, and you know what, to that point, um, you know, not only are you going to have to see all those other guys take a step forward, but like you mentioned, you're going to have to see a heroic game from Patrick Mahomes. And we've seen that before, and now we're seeing, again, Every single one of his major weapons that we're used to now, he's going into this season opener without it. So I'm, I'm, man, I'm, uh, this, it, it, to me, it got a whole lot more interesting. But I'm willing to bet on the Lions here if we're going to have a, either a decoy Kelsey or no Kelsey at all. If it's a decoy Kelsey, I think it's actually, it hurts the team more than it does for him to just sit. And that's just that's me because you got you got him out there for a play. It's 11 on 11. You get Kelsey out there. He's not really going to to run real routes. And I know you said being tackled is the way, but I'm more nervous about when you have a hyperextended knee. I tore my ACL before. So um, when, when you have a hyperextended knee, it's just not as stable. And so even if he's not hit, we see it every year. And it almost seems like we see it every week in the NFL uh, during the regular season where one game or one play where there's a no contact injury where a player falls because they're running a route or they slip. And so with Travis Kelsey being really it's 
it's Patrick Mahomes and then it's Travis Kelsey. Like for that team, he's your best player. You don't you don't take the risk of having him out there running routes and and having a no contact or like you said get hit and have somebody say and that look nobody's betting or wishing any injury on anybody but let's be realistic it's a football game. It's a football game. So, you know, nobody wants anybody injured, but you're fooling yourself if you don't think that other football players say, "Hey, he has a bad knee." Let's see how ready he is. And I'm not saying it to say like they're going to say, let's injure him. What I'm saying is when you're out there and you're injured, people, teams know the injury report. <laughs> they know it. So for for sure. And and I think, too, you know, if you just cut the wrong way, even if you're out there running by yourself and you try to pivot on that knee, bad things could happen. So I think it would definitely be wise. But at the same time, you're right. These are football players. And that uh, that applies to. Travis Kelsey, too. And, you know, Kelsey will want to be on the field if he thinks he can. He might have to be handcuffed to the bench uh, to keep him from playing. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk, too, about the first scoring play odds, because those have changed some, and I want to talk about those and what Vegas and odds makers are thinking about these two offenses. So right now, the first score, I'm going to break this up by team. So odds for the Lions touchdown to be the first score is plus 275. So that plus 275 means you bet $100. If the Lions score a touchdown as the first score of the game, that'll pay out $275. A Lions field goal is plus 425. So bet 100, win 425. Chiefs field goal, 475, plus 475. So bet 100, win 475. If you bet the Chiefs score a field goal first, and that ends up happening. Chiefs touchdown, plus 120. When I first saw these odds, I thought, okay, you know what? The Chiefs probably start the second half with the ball. If they win the opening kickoff, they're playing at Arrowhead. They probably want that crowd in the game immediately to help disrupt that Lions offense. So they probably defer. If the Lions win the coin toss, they probably want to try to shut that crowd down quickly, and they could choose to start with the ball and and try to score on their opening possession. So those two odds of Lions touchdown at 275 and then especially Lions field goal at plus 425, those are huge numbers that I look at and say, man, those could be some solid bets there. What do you think? I think I think um, again, if you're a Lions fan, I think you feel comfortable going with either one of those. I'm actually going to um, go with one step further, and I'm I'm thinking that it's not going to be a Chiefs touchdown either. I'm going to go with the Chiefs field goal at plus four seventy five. I think is a good bet there as well. Again, just with the with the idea that Kelsey either may be a decoy or not be out there at all. I think the offense doesn't come out looking as explosive as we're used to seeing. So they're going to have to figure out what this offense looks like without Kelsey. So they. May may get down there and then stall out around the 30 to 25 yard line and have to kick a field goal. So I'm going, uh, I'm definitely going to go. I'm definitely going to go with the, um, the chiefs uh, 475 because when, when Kelsey is not on the field, the offense looks different for the chiefs. They figure it out, but it looks different. I'm going to go with that field goal for the chiefs at 475. You know, when I opened the show, I, I think I did a disservice to the people. I said, I am at Chris Dunnels. I said, I'm joined by Jay Spence. I mentioned, the third important piece of this puzzle, and that is the incomparable stats. Stats, hop on with us for a second. Say hey to the people. Hey to the people. So <laughs> we were just talking stats about the first scoring play. And Spence, I want you to put your money where your mouth is, and I want you to pick You said Chiefs field goal uh, at plus 475. Is that the one you're going to pick here? Yep, that's what I'm going with. All right, I'm going to go. So we had Lions field goal at 425. Lions touchdown. Uh, no, I'm going to go Lions field goal. I'm going to say first score, Lions field goal, 425. Spence is going. Chiefs field goal at 475. I'm going to keep up with this. I want to look at this next week and see how we did. 
and see what the first score was. At this point, obviously, if I'm throwing this to you stats, it's going to be a safety or or something crazy, right? That's going to be the the first score. Clearly, but what do you think? What what is? It? Let's keep up with you too. Put one out. I'm going Lions touchdown. I think that, you know they've had all preseason to script this thing out. They knew the schedule. Chris Jones is not going to be there for the Chiefs. It's not like they had this incredible defense even with him. The Lions offense can move the ball. I think they're going to go right down the field and stick it in the end zone. And then Patrick Mahomes is going to go, oh, okay. And then he's going to score a billion points. But I think the Lions get on the board with seven right out of the gate. That's Lions touchdown, 275 stats. You talk too much. Please leave. All right. Thank you. So Lions touchdown, 275 for stats. Spence, you got... Chiefs field goal. I'm taking Lions field goal. Let's keep up with this week to week. Let's try to keep up with the first scoring play and see and just kind of keep up with our overall record week to week. But let's also talk about parlays and try to keep up with those two. So let's come up with some three leg parlays. Now, I, I say that obviously, Spence, you know what I'm talking about. Explain to the people what is a parlay? Yeah, so a parlay is is a series of bets or a bunch of little bets that you put together that separately obviously um, have a certain value. But then when you stack them together, you can multiply your winning potential if they all hit. Now, if, if you do a three-leg or four-leg parlay and every single one of them hit, then like I said, you multiply your winnings. But if you do a four-leg parlay and three of them hit and one doesn't, you lose period. So uh, the goal is to try to pick four things that you really feel confident on, but that's where things get difficult uh, to try to hit on all of them at the same time. That's right. So it's all or nothing, right? So if we're going to do multiple three leg parlays, then in one set of three, it all it's all or nothing, either all three hit and you pay out. Or if one of them doesn't, no matter how close it was, the bet's a loser overall. So what I was looking at, I, I wanted to try to come up with a few different parlays. Right to offer to the people because I know there's different betting strategies that people might have. In the same way, you might invest in the stock market differently. Obviously, don't listen to me for stock advice. Don't listen to me for betting advice because I'm probably going to lose. But in any event, you could be more conservative with your investing portfolio or you can be a little more aggressive. So I wanted to kind of offer two options so that way people could take what they want from it and maybe figure out which betting strategy works best for them. So the conservative parlay I had is the Chiefs money line. So meaning the Chiefs are going to win. The Lions are going to score 13 and a half points or more, meaning 14 points. So Lions score at least 14. And Jared Goff throws for over 199 and a half passing yards, meaning Jared Goff throws for 200 or more passing yards. That is plus 110 odds, meaning you bet 100, it pays out 110. So you bet 100 and we can double our money. Right, win an extra hundred and ten bucks. What are your thoughts on that parlay? Anything you think stick out there? No, I think I think it's um to me that you know that's the conservative parlay. I think that's very conservative when you're looking at a quarterback um like like this man. Last season, Jared Jared Goff was one of uh, the top quarterbacks in every passing st you know statistical category. So I think to say two hundred yards in the season opener, I think he can hit that. Uh, for me, on the flip, I did something uh, also very conservative. You're going to win a whole lot less more if mine hit because mine is actually more of on a favorite side because I'm just going to say uh, Lions over 13 and a half points. I know last week we, uh, you and I kind of just had an off discussion about how we think this is going to how this game is going to go. I think this is going to be one of those highs. At first, I was thinking a little bit lower of a score. I think this one is going to is going to be a shootout. So um, even still, even without Kelsey. Yeah, even without Kelsey, because I think Mahomes is going to he's just going to be fantastic. We're going to see things um, that he's going to have to figure out to put points up. So he'll do it. But I also think that the Lions can put points up. So I don't think what well, and you side. talked about Mahomes being special. That was your chance to then talk about the bills. That was your chance no. to talk about what Patrick Mahomes can do. No, because he did it with Kelsey again. So this is without Kelsey. You give us 13 seconds without Kelsey on a damn field, okay? Okay, you give, okay. You run okay. that back. I don't want to cry. Stats, can we mute him? Can, can we mute him? I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. But no, seriously. Like, I, I, I still see, like, Mahomes is that awesome. He's that great. But, um, you know, for easy bet, Lions 13 and a half points, yeah. You stack that with Chiefs, Chiefs over 18 and a half, yeah. And then Mahomes at 249 and a half over going with that it's an easy 
simple, simple, easy bet for beginners like um, like Chris here. That's something that he needs to do. This is oh, okay. uh, minus one forty five. It doesn't make a lot. Minus one forty five means you bet a hundred bucks. Everything you get back will be one sixty eight ninety six. You're not going to make a ton on this. This is a super super conservative parlay. Yeah, I'm not even sure we can use that conservative. That's a scared parlay. You're betting that's, that's scared. Pretty, scared money don't you. make money, Spence. Scared money don't make money. I'm trying to teach you, man. I'm trying to teach okay. you. Okay. Well, I've got a more aggressive parlay. So, you know, my conservative, I was trying to double your money, right? I was taking some things that might be either underdogs, but but only slight underdogs or favored bets, and then stack them to where we could double our money. And this aggressive parlay, here's where I'm going. So three legs. I've got total score over 52 and a half. So that's the two teams, the Lions and Chiefs combine to score 53 or more points. That's one leg. Jameer Gibbs, rookie running back for the Detroit Lions, over 19 and a half receiving yards. I think David Montgomery gets some of the goal line work, gets some of the short yardage rushing. I think they start introducing Gibbs as a third down back and as an extension of their passing game. So Jameer Gibbs, over 19 and a half receiving yards. And then Sky Moore, receiver for the Chiefs we've talked about earlier in the show, over 50 receiving yards. Because, again, we, we've talked about this. Where does the offense find its passing game for the Kansas City Chiefs without Travis Kelsey? So I think Sky Moore is one of those options to step up and at least hit 50 receiving yards. If all three of those hit, so over 52.5, Jameer Gibbs over 19.5 receiving yards, Sky Moore over 50 receiving yards, you're looking at total odds of plus 320, meaning a $100 bet will pay out in total 320. So we're... We're basically tripling our money here or, or getting two times what we had. So that's what I'm looking at as a more aggressive parlay. Spence, what do you think about some of those legs? I, I like it. I think um, even still with that being a little more aggressive, I think that that's something that you can kind of feel confident. On. I think all of those things, um, you know, if they don't hit, you're not going to bet. Like I said earlier, the house on it, but that's something that I feel like you would be confident on betting. My aggressive parlay is a little bit more aggressive than yours this time. Check this out. St. Brown, anytime touchdown. Again, I'm, I'm heavy Lions this week. I'm thinking that this is the Lions week to come out and shock the world, have them, uh, you know, take a hold on that NFC uh, North division and say, hey, we're here. It's ours. We're doing this this year. So I'm going St. Brown, anytime touchdown. I'm going to take the Lions with the money line, and I'm going to say Lions over 20 point. 20 and a half points for a, a, a plus 425 bet. So, you know, you bet 100 bucks, 425 pay out. Let's do it. I'm with that, man. Look, I, I'm a big fan of Amon Ross St. Brown, the number one wide receiver for the Lions this year. Uh, I think he's going to remain the number one. Obviously, Jamison Williams suspended the first six games uh, for betting on sports, which you shouldn't do if you're in the NFL, but you should do as long as you're not, right? DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, but even when Williams comes back, I think uh, Brown's going to have a great year. And I think you're right. It probably starts this week against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. All right. Let's also talk. I had a kind of we can either call it a fun parlay. We can call it an, an ultra aggressive parlay, whatever you like. But I've got three legs here that are going to have some pretty crazy odds when we stack them. And obviously that means each one of these bets would already be an underdog. But let's talk it through. So. First leg, Lions money line, meaning the Lions upset the Chiefs and win this game and steal one at Arrowhead. So if the Lions lose, this, this parlay is already out the window. Okay, so first leg, Lions money line. Second leg, total points, odd, meaning Chiefs and Lions, their combined point total is odd, not even. So one, three, five, seven, nine. Third leg of the parlay, and this is a player we haven't talked about yet, Noah Gray, an anytime touchdown scorer. Noah Gray is the backup tight end for Kansas City, who already saw a decent amount of snaps, not necessarily the targets, but a decent amount of snaps already with Kelsey on the field. But with we expecting Kelsey not to play, Noah Gray might start running some of those Travis Kelsey routes. So if Noah Gray can score a touchdown, the total points are odd, and the Lions win the game, those odds are plus 1,200, meaning a $10 bet will pay out $120. So do I think all three of those legs are going to happen? No, not necessarily. Could Noah Gray score a touchdown? Absolutely. Is that a bet that I might individually be looking at? 
quite possibly. But $10 to pay out $120, Spence, what are you thinking? That sounds like money to me. I would take it, you know, because um, like you mentioned, it's not it's not something that you would anticipate happening, but this is this is one of those legs where it's like, okay, I could I could see uh, a couple of these things happening. And if it does, like you mentioned, a ten dollar bet uh, to to pay out, you know, you're 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 really multiplying your winnings here. So I think that um, this type of bet is this is this those little safe bets that's not too safe, but it's safe enough for you to bet a little bit and feel good about yourself if you hit. You can brag all week. Now, we, I was talking and, and making fun of you, Spence, for your what you called conservative parlay, and I said scared money don't make money. But I think that then brings up – I need to talk about a special that DraftKings has. And right now, you could place a bet on a DraftKings special that Patrick Mahomes will throw at least one completion in the game. One completion. So those odds right now are minus, meaning favored – 20,000. <laughs> so what's that mean? $100 bet pays out 50 cents. Bet $100 to win 50 cents. Spence, I'm shocked you didn't have that in your parlay. Shocked. You know what? I just I don't I don't know if I trust it. I feel like I might lose my I might lose my money. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I, I I hear you. That that's the real scared money, right? Could you imagine if something crazy happened? Like, and I know, like now it's the we know the weather, we know. But like, you remember the Bills Patriots game again? Here's my Bills knowledge. Remember the Bills yep. Patriots game Bills a couple knowledge, years ago sure. when we had the the snow or it was a windstorm, and Mac Jones and I think he only threw three passes that game, and I think he completed one. Could you imagine if something like that happened with Patrick Mahomes and he's like, and you lose that bet? Like this, what is it? What was it like? I, I just got, oh my God, I would be so annoyed. Or again, I, I don't wish, so I'm not even going to say it out loud, but you know where I'm going with this. Like he comes out the locker room, he comes out to play first play of the game, something happens and he just, he's out the rest of the game. He doesn't play and he doesn't complete a, oh my God, could you imagine? Oh yeah. So again, th those odds to win a hundred dollars, you would have to risk $20,000. So could you imagine having that kind of wager out there? Mahomes gets sacked on the first play of the game. He gets taken out. They rest him. It's precautionary. Chiefs go on to win. Everything is great. Mahomes never has that one completion, and you are out twenty grand to try to win a hundred bucks. Talk about Wild. a lottery. But then imagine. So on the other side, though, if you actually bet that it happened that he wouldn't complete a pass, and you hit on that, oh my god! Talk about the lottery, man. Yeah, is that going to be the bet you're going to make? Patrick Mahomes will not make a completion. Yeah, I am. I'm actually going to go and bet that we're going to bankrupt DraftKings. Let's get it. There it is. Let's go. <laughs> so I think that's a decent amount of talk about the game and some of the betting lines. Let's talk about fantasy football because I know people are going to be thinking about that and have that on their mind. A lot of them have are playing in money leagues. If you're not playing in money leagues, what the hell are you doing? Right. Why, why are you even playing? So you've probably got some money on the line. What are some of the players you're looking at in this game as far as starting, sitting, anyone you're worried about? Obviously, the big issue is what do we do with Travis Kelsey? Well, for me, I'm not I'm not playing him. You know, whether this is the the daily um the, the hits that we're doing, or again, if you're in a money league that you're talking about, if if I have Travis Kelsey on my team this week, I'm just not starting. I'm I'm too nervous about um, whether or not he's going to be a decoy or just last minute right prior to the game, I'm busy and I don't see the inactives list and Travis Kelsey is on there. You don't want that to happen. So if I were you this week, go with your backup tight end. I'm sorry. If he plays and he still blows up, you got 17 more weeks for the year to play Travis Kelsey. I'm not picking him. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm not either. The problem is if you drafted him, not in some dynasty draft in a straight redraft league. You drafted him in the first round, and you probably didn't take another tight end, possibly the entire rest of the draft. So you're left just kind of scrambling. Players like uh, Tyler Higby and, and others might be available. Uh, you're obviously a Bills fan, Spence. I'm a New Orleans Saints fan. So a player like Jawan Johnson, tight end for the New Orleans Saints, could be available there to pick up and try to start in place. And then obviously, worst case, if you're in a super deep league, Look at that player who we just talked about, Noah Gray, the backup tight end for the Chiefs. Not a great option, but a decent one. And especially if you decide to play Daily Fantasy. The, the whole point of Daily Fantasy is to find a value at a couple positions and then stack the rest of your roster with the superstars who you know are going to hit. So a player like Noah Gray, 
coming in cheap in daily fantasy would be a player I would target on DraftKings and then try to possibly build the rest of the roster with the Amon Ross St. Browns, the Patrick Mahomes of the world, to then fill out the roster and hope that the player like Noah Gray can hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so for me, I, I'm saying listen to Chris, take his advice, but I'm also saying oh, that's Noah a, Gray, we need a sound effect for that. That That's so well, yeah, because it's not going to happen often. It's not going to happen often. I, I won't say take his advice because normally he's wrong. But with this being the case, with Travis Kelsey potentially not playing, you, you, I think Noah Gray is a good option. Anytime you're lining up two catch passes from Patrick Mahomes, there's a chance that you're going to have a huge game. Is there a player that you would look at as your kind of superstar MVP, whatever you want to call it, MVP, best player, uh, whatever award, the Nickelodeon Slime Award for the game? Well, you know, over here, we're Marvel guys. We love Marvel. So I'm going to go with my Thor Award of the Week. The power of Thor! We just talked a whole bunch about Travis Kelsey, and we talked about Mahomes and all this other stuff. Hold on, Spence. Hold on, Spence. I I need to explain for the people listening that you can't see us right now because we're recording. I'm holding up Spence is holding a little plastic Thor award doll, I guess. Is is that the word? A a Thor doll? It's a Thor award. Yeah, and he's wearing Captain America pajamas, and and I think – yeah, I I see footies. He's wearing Captain America footie pajamas with his Thor doll. So that, that's how we got this Thor award. I'm sorry, Spence. I, I just wanted to explain that. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, we are not going to disrespect Thor. That is not going to happen. I care how you speak. Respect his authority. That's first. Okay. Secondly. Oh, we are- oh bo- boo. A Thor. No. Did you do that on purpose? Authority. Authority. You're going. Res- you're going so, you're, so now you also hate on South Park. Yeah, this isn't going to work. Let's. I'm going to send the check back to DraftKings. No, no, no. I wasn't hating on it. I, I was actually proud of the pun that you had Thor in a Thor attack. Never mind, well, Spence. It's okay. Well, no, you might it not was even combined. Meant to do it. No, it was. It was. A, it was an entendre. But I thought you were. I thought you were disrespecting my man Cartman while I was trying to Thor it all out. And but it's okay. It's okay. Moving on. We're gonna. Let, we're gonna give let, this. Let's hear your Thor to my man Jared Goff. We just talked about how I feel like that offense is going to do it. I'm taking the Lions on the money line. I think they're going to win the game. And I think he's going to come out and he's going to say, hey, I belong. He's, he doesn't really. But he's <laughs> going to say, I belong in the conversations with the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allen and Justin Herberts and and whoever else you want to throw in that conversation. He's going to say, I belong there. He doesn't really, but he's going to show it tonight or tomorrow night, Thursday night. Thor Award of the Week. That's fine. That That's a hot take. So perfectly fine. I think the obvious answer is still the correct answer. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes. So whether he's your Thor award, your Captain America footy pajama award, whatever it is you want to call him, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the most valuable player, whether it's in daily fantasy, fantasy sports or otherwise, the highest scoring player of this game. But I'm also still a little offended that you think I was just dismissive of Marvel. I am absolutely a a marvel stan and i think i probably know at least the mcu more than you okay let's let's relax here let's let's relax i'm I'm pretty sure again you you can think i'm wrong about some of my sports bets mr i'm gonna bet two twenty thousand dollars to win 50 cents and that's fine okay but don't come at me and say "I, i don't know the mcu more than you stats come back please (laughs) stats don't want this all right stats i I need your help okay we're gonna have to have a new segment here where you're going to give us some mcu trivia all right give us a question and it's just gonna we're gonna hear it live so there has been no prep spence and i won't know the, the question on the front end we're gonna hear the question from you whoever gets it right is then going to maybe something else we can keep track of would be a specific prop for the game so if I answer it correctly first, you offer the the prop bet out to us, and I get to pick which side I like, and we can keep up with that. That good with you, Stats? I'm good with that. Spence, you good with it? Yeah, I'm good with you losing every week, Chris. This is fine. All right, let's hear it. Let's go. Okay, so you want the bet first or the trivia question first? Let's go trivia question first. We don't even need to know what the bet is yet because okay. I'm, I'm too ready to go ahead and just put Spence in his place. We all know... Nick Fury is a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's very famous. He has a very specific look. He wears the eye patch, right? 
Over which eye does Nick Fury wear the eye patch? Come on, Spence, you're you're killing me. I'm looking at you. I left. thought you, you, you were being all dramatic. Yeah, you're being all dramatic. You're like I'm thinking that you were like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Who, who no, I was that? looking for a fact. So I'll, I'm going to say left, and Spence is going to be scared and just be like, well, is Chris right or is he wrong? No, it's absolutely left. Left is correct. Well, I thought that was like a tricky trivia question. You both nailed that. I got to step up my game. Nick Fury is the man. If you if you call yourself a Marvel fan and you don't know Nick Fury, you, you got to know the eye. You got to know when and how did he lose his eye. Like we got to know all of the stuff. So yeah, I, I was ready that. to shout out Flurkin. That's what I was ready for. <laughs> and, and you're giving me a fifty fifty again. Th- you're giving me multiple choice stats. You're, you're right. killing me next we week. We need, you need to set this up next week because you both got it right. No, no. I answered it first. That, that's what's important here. Okay? okay. I got it first. Spence okay. sat scared. He takes the L. Okay. That's what happens. So here is the bet. And because you won, you get to choose which side of this bet you want to be on. Absolutely. That is Lions to score first and lose. Yes is plus 290. No is minus 425. So I'm going to take the yes here. It's consistent with everything I said. Spence, I know he actually thinks the Lions might win. So I'm good with this. Lions to score first. I, I talked about how I think the Lions might score a t- uh, field goal first. I know Spence said uh, touchdown. So Lions score first. I'm thinking field goal, but they still go on to lose the game. So I like that at plus 290. Yeah, and, and I'm going to take the opposite and say no just in general because I, I'm saying that they're going to win the game. So regardless of who scores or how it scores, I'm going to say that the Lions come out on top. I do have the Chiefs. Uh, from earlier in the in this show when I said I think the Chiefs field goal at, at uh, plus 475 was a good bet to make for the first score. I'm still going to go with that. So I think the Chiefs are going to kick a field goal first for the score. But I do think that the Lions end up pulling this victory out. And, um, you know, it's going to be a fun. I mean, I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for the year. But are you this is a, an exciting game to start the year off with. No, I, I agree, especially, and, and I think you mentioned it earlier, that the Kelsey news, unfortunately, you never want a player to get hurt. I have Kelsey in a couple of fantasy leagues, uh, so I'm obviously not cheering for anything like that. But it definitely makes the game more interesting because when Kelsey was playing, I was expecting this to just be a blowout, and frankly, so was Vegas. Uh, but let, let's talk about a couple things before we wrap it up. So I want to go over if you see any sp- specific bet for this Chiefs-Lions game specifically that you think is worth looking at, maybe that caught your eye. I'll start with with a uh, a bet that I saw, and that was David Montgomery scoring the first touchdown of the game. Mm -hmm. So I I talked about it earlier, and David Montgomery, I expect to be their short yardage, uh, goal line, first, second, early down rusher for the Lions, and I don't think they throw Jameer Gibbs, the rookie, in right away. So if David Montgomery were to score the first touchdown of the game, those odds are plus 1100 Bet $100, win $1,100. So I don't think it's going to hit necessarily, but those are just odds that I couldn't pass up maybe throwing an extra $5 on. Is there anything you see like that? Well, no, I'm actually going to go, um, and that's that's odd to me. The the numbers are very similar or the same because I'm going to say Jameer Gibbs would be the first touchdown scorer in that situation, and and his eyes are at, at plus eleven hundred as well. I think either way, if you're looking at the running backs room for the Lions, I think you can you know flip a coin and choose who you feel like would be used um, the most here because I feel like they're going to it's pretty much going to be equal usage, and some one game you might get a couple more snaps than the other. Um, so I think if you're going to go with Montgomery, I think that's a, a, a pretty good bet. But I also I think if you can uh, take a look at Jameer Gibbs being the young, fresh guy, I think a lot of teams at this point are trying to use their their rookies coming right out of college fresh. Uh, and, uh, you know, and we've seen it over the last few years that, that these rookie running backs come in and they can make a major difference. So I'm going to go with Gibbs. I like it. Let, let's talk now just kind of quickly about the NFL so obviously this Travis Kelsey news is the biggest news in the NFL going on right now. Yeah. It just so happens to affect this Thursday night game. Uh, he's not the only superstar injury that the NFL world is looking at. Cooper Cup still possibly dealing with a hamstring, might have a setback, maybe going to see another specialist. His week one status, whether he plays, is still in doubt. 
And then I know Jonathan Taylor started the year on the pup list. Still a Colt. Uh, Spence is reminding us too, because again, he's a San Francisco fan, uh, that one of the Bosa's, Nick Bosa, is holding out. Spence, come in. What, what do you think about that? First of all, my name is Stats, not Spence. I'm the one that's a 49ers fan, so let's just get that straight. But it's a debacle. It's an organizational failure that Nick Bosa is not signed as we record this on Wednesday at, you know, just after 9 o'clock a.m. Central Time. It's ridiculous. Super Bowl window, and you don't have your best defensive player signed because what? You don't want to give him an extra $5 million? Like, what are you doing? The vibes with the 49ers right now are hideously bad and it's just it's so depressing so here's why i I mistakenly called you spence number one you both look alike so you got to give me some credit for that number two i was pulling up your twitter feed because i wanted to see what you were saying on twitter about this bosa move and apparently there's a there's a call in the san francisco 49er twitter world of we can't pay bosa because we wouldn't then be able to pay george kittle we wouldn't then be able to pay Kyle Juszczyk, we wouldn't then be able to pay Brandon Ayuk. And it seems like you've got a thought on that. Yeah, who cares? Get rid of all of them, okay? We're talking about Nick. We can't pay Nick Bosa because we're worried about a fullback? Like, what are we talking about here? This is the shift that happens when guys are trying to get the most money they can. Fans turn on them. We have reached the Nick Bosa is not that good stage of the discussion, which is asinine. Okay. Brandon Ayuk's best year ever. He barely had over a thousand yards. I can find that somewhere else. Kyle Yushek is a fullback and George Kittle is an aging tight end who is always hurt. And by the way, he might miss week one because he's hurt. So I'm sorry. If that is the case, get rid of those guys. You can replace them. You can't replace Bosa. I love his stats. I love stats so much, man. <laughs> well, stats don't leave because the one thing I want to end us with before we get out of here, I said stats don't leave. You're like my wife. No one listens to me, okay? Stats doesn't listen to me. Spence doesn't listen to me. The world bullies me, all right? The last thing I want to talk about is a bet of the week that we see across the NFL. So not just in this game uh, of Chiefs, Lions, Week 1, Thursday Night Football, but all the games, Sunday slate through Monday night football. And the bet that I see involves your 49ers stats. And regardless of the Bosa holdout, regardless of everything else, I still like the 49ers minus two and a half beating the spread against the Pittsburgh Steelers. What do you think? If Bosa's not there and it looks like he's not going to be, I don't like it. The 49ers struggle out of the gate. Kyle Shanahan is just two and four in week one in his tenure with the 49ers. They score less than 20 points a game in week one. And one other thing too, the kicking situation for the Niners is really up in the air. Jake Moody's been banged up. They think he's going to play, but even when he was playing in the preseason, he didn't inspire a lot of confidence. He missed a couple of kicks. He missed an extra point. So if you need that field goal by the Niners, You know, maybe they get a last second field goal. That's what you're hoping for to cover the spread. I don't know that that's going to happen. So I don't like any of those things. I take the Steelers and I take the points. No, see, again, you mentioned the all the different players for the 49ers. You failed to mention Christian McCaffrey and what he does for that offense. You failed to mention Kenny Pickett, the quarterback on the other side, who would have to be putting up points, too, to keep up with McCaffrey and the 49ers and, and Shanahan's offense. So I like the 49ers. Not because of the reasons Stats said, but for all the reasons that he purposefully didn't say, right? Everything he omitted. He's like my wife in so many ways. Spent, what are you seeing? Real quick, I do want to just comment on that because you, you mentioned how I don't listen to you, Stats, your wife. Listen, everybody, if the people closest to him don't pay him any mind with what he's saying, you don't okay. want to take his betting advice for the show. Just take, I'm just saying. But anyway. Don't anyway. take my advice the same way Spence just took that L in the MCU trivia. And that's okay, guys. Go ahead, Spence. What you got? Okay. So for me, I like the bet that you're you're talking about here. And I, I like Stat's point of view on that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna double down on one that you and I talked about before. I think it's absolutely insane. Now, the Cardinals suck this year. They're gonna suck this year. Looks like seven, they're taking. seven point underdogs to the commanders. Like the command, I can see if it was the Chiefs. I can see if it was the Bills, the Eagles, not your Saints, because they're no, maybe three points. But I, I, can, okay. I can see, I can see certain teams, but the Commanders, no. So I'm saying you, you go, you take 
you you <laughs> any way you can figure out how to put money on the Cardinals not losing by seven points, do it. It's going to be a low scoring game. James Conner is basically going to try to control the clock. That's what they're going to do. They don't have a good passing offense in Arizona, so they're going to try to control the the, the ground game. They're going to run the ball. It's going to be low scoring. Take take that. Please take that. Make some money. I don't disagree with some of the things you said there. I just disagree with a lot of your main points. And that is that James Conner is going to be running. I get that. I know that. You know that. You know who else knows that? The commanders. And they're going to stack that box and Conner's going to have nowhere to go. So I don't like the Cardinals to be able to put up the points, but that over under for Arizona, Washington is 38. Go ahead and give me the under. Take, Take the under on that one. Smash it. Anything else you want to say on this one? I think we've covered everything. The big news, obviously, is just to keep up with and see where the Travis Kelsey injury is and if he's going to be playing. But anything else that we need to hit, Spence, before we get out of here? No, just um, on, on all jokes aside, with all the joking that we do and everything, hey, good luck this season for your Saints, man. And um, I hope everybody on your team stays healthy. I do hope I get to see my guy Jameis get a, get a shot, though. I, you know, I, I know we we kind of talked about this also side conversation, but I think Jameis – I don't I just don't kind of like Tyrod at this point. I think, you know, they go places and they lost their first opportunity fairly. But I think after that, I think, you know, he he has the talent to really get another shot. And I think he lost his job that last season in a way that he shouldn't have lost it. I do like Derek Carr for you guys, but I just really wish that Jameis would have would have been able to get another chance there. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I think Jameis was done a little unfairly. You're not supposed to really lose your job like that coming from when you when you get injured yeah um, but at the same time i look around the nfl and i say you know what no other team was really willing to throw starter money and a starting job to Jameis winston True. so hopefully for winston and, and for those who are winston fans uh he gets another opportunity somewhere whether it's the saints or elsewhere but if he's starting for the saints it means Derek carr went horribly either injury yeah. or otherwise so i'm hoping we never see Jameis winston take a snap for the new orleans saints in 2023 because that would mean good things for Derek carr and that offense but if we got nothing else good luck to the bills also hopefully no injuries there all season hopefully travis kelsey doesn't have any permanent issues that we're dealing with long term this season but otherwise stats hit us with the outro and take us home Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts.